Oftentimes, things happen that prompt saying, the end of an era. This is one of those times. It's not just the end of an era. It's the end of an entire sensibility that spanned several generations and carried that torch through all of them. It signifies so much. Getting that good. Being unique. Striving for creation always. Being so present that each creative moment was free to emote and quickly let space for the next one to emerge, and so on. And when that happens, you really can't be too wrapped up in yourself. You have to let things happen. And when that happens, more often than not, there's a joy that accompanies it, also blissfully unaware of itself, not asking for a reward. And when the things that emerge are new and change and shape the direction of music itself, then people are not only keen to witness it, but they welcome it. And when a culture does that, then humanity grows. If it's starting to sound like what Chick Corea brought to the world, it's because it is exactly that and more. When someone inspires a young budding musician to be the best that they can be and show what is possible conceptually and gives them so much to look forward to just from being immersed in their creations, then that is a huge service to humanity. I want to get that good is often what is said. And then other things like, but who am I start appearing. And that's when one realizes that they had to go through that too. They had to pass through all of those doors to get out of the maze, just to realize that it's all process anyway. So why not just let it out and keep letting it out and feel the joy that comes with that and from that from all of those growing pains and feel the joy from giving the joy as well. But again, not seeking reward, not seeking recognition for its sake. None of that. There's no room for that on that mountain. Chick exemplified that constant creative output and always joyous and positive and optimistic and non-judgmental, always. When one is around him, it's infectious you can feel that all the time, that there are limitless possibilities, that the only obstacle is yourself, your mind. And his never gets in the way, ever. Problem? What's a problem? There are perhaps challenges that can be instantly and systematically worked through. Not a problem. And there's joy in the discovery as well. Yeah, I want to get that good. That was just the starting point. Chick constantly reminds me of the era of being so inspired with music that I couldn't wait to become a pro because I thought that is what was in store for me. That level, all of it, and more. It was during a time when there was just a seemingly never-ending supply of constant music being made, new music all the time, that constantly fueled that inspiration and desire to do that, to be involved in it. I thought that it would never end that once Chick and his contemporaries had created that bar, that it was there to stay and rise even more. And that's what the public was getting as well, that level of music and creation. Well, fortunately for me, I was able to get there to actually meet and be able to create with my heroes, almost all of them, almost. Meeting Chick and getting to participate in music with him was a demarcation point an indicator of arriving at a place that isn't a destination, 
It's more like, welcome to the never-ending process. Perhaps that's one of the meanings in return to forever. Once you do the work and go through the growing pains and get out of your own way, then you're returning to forever. Chick was so welcoming, always encouraging new talent. Because of our mutual friend John Patitucci, Chick signed me to his new record label at the time, Stretch Records. It was monumental to me. He had heard some music of mine on a cassette tape that I gave John to listen to that I had done on a synthesizer sequencer in hotel rooms when we were on tour. I was aghast as I thought he actually heard that, but he liked it and he offered me a record deal as a result of it. So I have John to thank as well. I remember him as being so confident, not only himself, but in his musicians, that once I showed up to fill in on an acoustic band gig in Florida. So I asked what, what we might be doing. Management said that Chick said, tell him to listen to three quartets. So I did. When I got there, there was, there was no written music, and the show was three quartets almost in its entirety. So I said to Chick, there aren't any charts. He laughed. <laughs> so I went to the hotel room and I took a small notepad on the nightstand and listened to all of three quartets and made charts for myself. All on those little small pieces of paper. So I showed up for the sound check and the gig the next day with maybe 10 or 15 of those little pieces of paper. And I put them on the stand and those were my charts. Again, the same thing happened when we did a couple of gigs in the New York area. Mike Brecker, Eddie Gomez, Chicken, myself. No music. Again, so I feverishly started copying bits and pieces of Eddie's charts and Michael's charts and sort of had my piecemeal charts there again. And once again, to him it was funny. I remember once before a show in Japan asking him, how is it that you never warm up? Don't you, don't you need to warm up? You go up there cold every single night. He said, I tell jokes. That's my warm-up. So for him, telling jokes before the show put him in the frame of mind that was best suited to just be free and ready to play music. It was amazing. But it didn't end there. Another time in Japan... We decided to go into performance art as part of our improvisation. We were playing trio, Chick, myself, and John Patitucci. And John started singing opera and bowing during his bass solo, at which point Chick and I each took a drumstick and for no particular reason decided to have a sword fight during that time. But John continued and we also continued our sword fight into and through the audience, through the tables, until I finally succumbed to he being the victor and I fell over the bar. Well, the Blue Note Club didn't seem to mind either. Neither did the audience. Probably more than they were expecting. <laughs> so etched in my memory so strongly and integrated into who I am are these events, these interactions that also served as indicators of being on the right path. The path to emotiveness and creativity. Right this way, sir. If you want to pass through these doors, you're coming to the right place. And this is how we do it. We're serious about our art, yeah. But we don't take ourselves too seriously. 
We understand what it takes, but we go through it and stay out of our way. That, friends, is how it is done. And that's how Chick Corea lived and showed us and gave to us as well. Rest in peace, Chick. And thank you. <laughs>